Now A&E takes you to the land before time, where a mysterious culture built enormous cities hundreds of years before Columbus. Uncover the secret mounds of prehistoric America. It's one of the stories of the ages, one of the ancient mysteries. Before we unlock the future, we must find the keys to the past. I'm Leonard Nimoy. Join me and open the door to ancient mysteries beginning now. Do you buy your thermometer, sir? Is that a challenge? Do you buy your thermometer? Fun, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. If you wanna, wanna, wanna go ride. If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. If you wanna, wanna, wanna go ride. If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. Welcome to the Do It or Else podcast, the volunteer challenge podcast where we push our minds and bodies to the limit. Maybe not every week, but we still push it when we have to push it. And when I say we, I mean me and my good buddy, Ryan Sedgwick. I'm Dustin, one of your hosts. Hello. Hey, man. Push it real good. Push it real Did you say it's a volunteer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Challenge by uh, choice, maybe. What do you, I don't, uh, yeah, we're a volunteer army of podcast listeners. I appreciate that. Uh, sorry as I clear out the last bits of cookie from my mouth. You ate a cookie. I was eating a, a sugar cookie. You're eating that whole time while I was introing the show. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you risked choking on air to do that. Dustin, Dustin, huh. happy holidays, man. It's a happy Thanksgiving episode. Or it's post-Thanksgiving. the holidays, yeah. man. We did Thanksgiving. Now we're getting into a little Christmas time. It's, it's pre- cold outside. It's pretty cold outside. Ooh, There's I had a little bonfire this morning. Freeze warnings, bonfires, s'mores, and hot cocoa. You ever do that? You ever just wake up 7 in the morning... Go outside and start burning documents in the fire pit. Nope. Mm-hmm. Sounds yeah. like you're. Are you trying to get out of the country? Why? Why you are ever, you? you Where's ever, Courtney? You ever? You ever look out the window and just see the same black sedan drive by four or five times a day? Nope. Mm. What's the challenge this week, Dustin? <laughs> it was the old, it was an old timey challenge, an old timey field trip challenge. Uh, yeah, it was a field trip challenge. What was it called? It was the field trip challenge. Um, you you wanted us to go see the oldest man made structure in Georgia. That's right, and we did. We went down to Macon. It's the oldest man made structure on the East Coast. We got them all beat. Yeah, like Georgia stands out amongst the rest of the Eastern Seaboard. Of, of being like, this is our turf. The people here, we own all of this. Oh, I totally agree. You know, the people like, in Georgia. No, and this, I say this, doesn't. I say this seriously. And people are always coming up to me and they're giving me shit about it. But I, I, I 100% agree with you. The people who live in Georgia live here. 110%. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. just like, oh... You guys, you guys are real like uh, North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina? No, thank you, sir. We're, we live here in Georgia. Duh. You know what I did? What? I had uh, a little mansgiving, spontaneous mansgiving trip up to the mountains in Georgia. Another reason uh, Georgia is cool. We got real, real cool state parks. This kind of mm-hmm. ties into our field trip challenge. 
Georgia State Park, Moccasin Creek State Park. Really cool park. Um, would have gone on that. You would have gotten to meet Sean Scruggs, but um, Hound Dog would. Remember him? He gave us mm-hmm. a, a good maker challenge that you didn't like, and it's probably a good thing you, you didn't go. You weren't invited. Uh, uh, Sean's uh, uh, got a few choice words for you, Ryan. Oh, you, let's hear him. You, let's uh, hear him. You, you really cut him by totally bailing on his challenge, not doing his challenge. <laughs> he he said no remember i did i made some i did a couple things you did two things yeah I then did two things. you quit and mm-hmm. when you quit well, the challenge seven, you eight. quit on sean and you know your work you just got to remember like your words matter and they they have weight and uh-huh. when you said it ruined your week you might want to go back and listen to the episode and you said it ruined your week. The challenge ruined your week. That ruined Sean's like two months, dude. <laughs> he's been is thinking. Hound dog of, would. Hound dog is, would have been a, thinking is he a soft about body? It. You might not have come back from this trip, bro. Is he a soy boy? What? <laughs> he's a little soy boy. Snowflake. What's a soy boy? He's a little snow, uh, snowflake soy boy. We got his feelings hurt by by by, by a fiery podcaster. Maybe. He's letting a short bald man with a microphone make him feel bad. That's not my problem. That sounds like that sounds like Mr. Scruggs' problem. And he wants to go on a camping trip and not invite me. There were a lot of people in the comments, Dustin. There were a lot of people in the comments who were saying, "Why didn't I get an invite? This would have been a very good day for me to get invited up to the woods." A lot of people. Did you see the comments? I saw the comments. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I I feel like while uh, Mr. Scruggs got his feelings hurt, uh, man, there's a world of hurt. There's a world of hurt on the way. Yeah, I saw I saw one very specific black belt put a couple comments in there. Sorry, right, your feelings well, got hurt, but you hurt Sean's feelings, <clears throat> and I'm going to continue to Good. until I get invited on a fun little trip. Maybe so. maybe he'll sit, submit a challenge a jujitsu <laughs> challenge, and we can. Oh do my some god, jiu-jitsu. have you ever done it? Have you ever uh, no. tried their nope. little sport? Nope. They're they are their cute hobby. They're cute yeah, they're little, cute little, they're cute cute little, little hugging party. Boy hug contest. Yeah. Um I tried it uniforms. With, they're so with cute. Mr. Scruggs. Scruggs is friends with T, right? Correct. Was T on the trip? T was on the trip. Okay. So I tried in college, T and I went to the same university, and I tried uh his little his little hobby. His little for okay. a couple days. And T knocked the wind out of me so bad. In this gym that I was like, I'm never, I'm never playing that game again. Oh wow! He just tackled me so hard, I couldn't breathe, and I was like, Why even do it? What is a guy like me doing fighting a guy like T anyway? What's what's the scenario? Yeah, what what is a guy like you doing <laughs> fighting a guy like T? Even if we were both new, he's a foot taller than me. What's what's anybody <laughs> fighting T? What are they doing? I don't know. I don't know. Does Scruggs fight T? Probably. Oh my goodness! Is he a big guy? I haven't met him. He's like your size, but he's a short little tough guy. Thick as like oh. a a uh, a he's red like a dwarf. Oak. Like a he's as hard as like a, a Lord of the Rings dwarf. Eastern Redbud tree. Mm. He's a redhead too, right? No. Oh he's, shit! He's a brunette. He, so you guys, you know, would be competition. Uh, oh man, we're as far as for like, the same girls. You got the same like, yeah, you got the same squatty body. Can't push him over. He, you can't knock him over. He's really solid. 
to the ground. Jeez Louise. Might not want to. <laughs> I don't. You, I, you might not want to. I feel him like we've gotten off. I I feel like there were some conversations around a campfire. No, I just wanted. There to was let, like you know, I talked. A lot of people had to discuss what an asshole Ryan is. A lot of people had going. You know, this is very common in Georgia around a campfire. People will discuss what an asshole Ryan Sedgwick is, and yeah. then another person goes, "You just, you know, it's just, it's just, it's it's just a fun part of his personality. You're misunderstanding." And I feel like this is a classic conversation that was had on this trip. This was more of a uh, a gush of like raw emotion from Sean. Like I checked, we all had, like held him back from like prostrating himself down in the fire because he felt he was like <laughs> self-flagellating. Uh huh. And you know, he he he's real sensitive. You know, he makes these really cool things. He does. He made he made a knife sheath for. One of his friends named Brian, and Brian was on the trip, bought a separate knife sheath for his knife and didn't use the one that oh, Sean made. Brian, oh, Brian is still on that short list of people Sean would yeah. murder. So you're on that well, list too. Um, that, well, you, I'm on a lot of people's like, short you gotta list. Reach That's out. fine. You got to reach out and make. Nah, right. I'm fine right there on that list. That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. Oh, okay, let's move on. Little soy boy snowflake. You know what time it is? It's you know what it's time for? Facts time. Dustin, it's time for interesting facts. Sweet. Okay. We're so start off recap field trip challenge we went down to Macon to see uh native american mounds and land structures okay do you remember really what cool. it, the place was called okmulgee national forest that's right our national historic site okay yeah but so are these so i guess what are your facts are they about the park are they about the people what 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 you okay go. I don't want to so go. yeah I don't want to crack you want, this you egg. want my you want me to go first interesting fact yeah okay um uh so Okmulgee National Forest is down there in Macon Georgia down there on the fall line dead center middle Georgia uh like shares this middle with I guess like Warner Robins and Milledgeville all kind of there together somewhere nice. in the middle nice right nice. it's a real good geography fact okay and I guess if I'll you do mine. and if you get if you get to town a little bit earlier than your friend Dustin. The car wash is $2 cheaper because it's like an early bird special. Oh, nice. Yeah. What's your interesting fact? <laughs> you jerk. Is that really your interesting fact? <laughs> no, I mean, no. Uh, so we, so uh. we, we went and we went down there, I should say, to see this like burial, not burial, man. This like this uh, earthen lodge is what they called it, um, which is the oldest building in, in on the East Coast, right? Uh, and it's a cool, like, just like beautiful grass hill, uh, that there's a little room inside, uh, with a fire, with a hole for a fire to come up out of the top. It had been restored. What was it? What did they say? In the thirties? Yeah. Restored I, in the thirties, forties, something like that. And I went down there cause I thought that was going to be cool. But what, what actually was most impressive to me is down there in Okmulgee, there is a 55 foot temple mound. It's basically yeah. a small mountain, man-made mountain, that the um, that the tribes there. It, there it seems like there have been several tribes that have lived on that that land. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
the the Mississippians, right? The kind of final grand tribe that lived on that prop on that piece of land. Uh, the Mississippian built <laughs> this massive, mat like fifty five feet is no small order. That's a five six story building right there. Yeah, and this and really th- wide. Yeah, massive thing. Like- and uh, apparently, when the railroad came through, they just cut a third of it off. Just clipped it. Just cut just it right it. off. Which uh, they just clipped it. So my interesting fact is, white people ruining cool Indian shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your yeah. interesting fact? Just in time for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I was. I guess my facts are similar to yours. Okmulgee means bubbling waters. Oh, it does? Uh, neat. Oh, that makes yeah. sense, because it's right there on... What's the river that is going through there? The, is uh, it the Broad? Is that the Savannah? I don't no, know it's not it the is. Savannah River. No, but uh, the river that runs right there through Macon, uh, right there, uh, geographically, that's where the Piedmont meets the coastal plain. In Georgia, yep. they refer to it as the fall line. I don't know if they call it that in other states. But yeah. if you walked east to west kind of along the fall line... Uh, it's really rocky there in all the rivers, which makes yeah. for a lot of fun. And so you were talking about earlier that people have been there for a long time. There were there's there was history of human habitation. Like they've found evidence that carbon dates around seventeen thousand years ago. It's like wow. as far back as they believe that humans had lived in this region of what is now southeastern. Georgia, because it's a, just a very fertile, uh, not particularly hilly, uh, kind of temperate climate area that mm-hmm. is just like ideal for living in. Yeah, I'm and surprised Atlanta those... isn't where Macon is. I'm surprised well, that Macon we were... isn't the big city of Georgia. Maybe back in the day when you know terminus was a thing, and they were talking all about the. Railroads and stuff. I'm sure Macon was a lot more valuable geographically in the early days. It was probably a lot more ge- like valuable geographically d- for the Native Americans for being able to see in all directions. Um, but it, it, yeah, so 17,000 years all all along there. Um, wow. Yeah, Macon said, was the said, uh, treasury of the Confederacy. Was was in Macon. Ooh. So like the South. Uh, if it was ever to be a nation in and of itself, I think Macon had uh, plans on being a major city. Oh, they were the New York of the Confederacy. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were the New York of Chicago. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Um, but you said that there were, uh, you know, it was white people that killed off all these great cultures. I've been doing more digging, and definitely like is DeSoto. Good old Hernando. He, yeah, he came. He came through the southeast looking for gold, the right? Spanish conquistador Hernando de and Soto. Hernando, yeah, Hernando de Soto. Um, you know, they. I think it's romanticized, like that. These looking conquistadors the came in and killed everybody and right. look for gold and everything, but they're just like really wandering around the woods, like where the fuck are we? And apparently, that it's some. Research is pointing to that actually feral Spanish pigs got loose and just started fucking and reproducing and carrying Spanish-style diseases. And then people were coming into contact with these pigs, eating these pigs, and getting diseases from that. Wow. 
Yeah, so I mean, like, in like people definitely help, but animals probably did most of the spreading of disease. Did you ever listen to? Have you ever listened to the podcast Hardcore History with Dan Carlin? Oh yeah, show? with Dan Carlin. Dan Carlin. What really? <laughs> what made the Mississippian people unique was their ability to really modify the They're land the same around as everyone them. else, only more so. Um, so Dan Carlin, uh, he he talks often about uh, he talks about this in regards to the Romans versus um, the, like the Celtic peoples of Gaul and Britain and stuff uh, in their wars. But uh, he also associated it with the Native American experience where even before you come into contact, either peacefully or, or in war with uh, a, like a conquering people from the outside, especially like an urban people, uh, like the like the pilgrims or colonists in the yeah. Americas or, or the Romans in their case, uh, I think in the United States or in the on this North America, a full third, I want to say, of the people had died from Western diseases before they ever met a white person. Whoa. So the population was just decimated. Uh, smallpox and those diseases in some cases were spread on purpose, but in a lot of cases it's just through trade and like you're saying, like through pigs and, and through livestock. Um, but as soon as people landed on the East Coast and were interacting with Native Americans, and Native Americans interacted from tribe to tribe in like these vast, complicated networks that we have no history of, or we yeah. lack we lack a strong understanding of uh, kind of how those networks worked. But it's clear that they had strong ties because disease just ravaged. It was, mm-hmm. uh, and there's uh, uh, there's reason to believe that if we were ever visited by aliens. That something similar would happen to us or to them. Yeah. Uh, where they're just like the diseases they carry could just like mess us up. Yeah. Throw water on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's an M. Night Shyamalan. Science. Yeah, that's a Shyamalan. I don't know what that's I'm talking what... about. I really don't know what no. I'm talking about. But like it is interesting. Sound, it sounded great. Yeah. There's a lot of connected thoughts, right? But yeah. Y- yeah. I mean, that's terrible. So is that what wiped out the Mississippi? They believe so, yeah. So that's even Spanish explorers came long before, uh, like the New England or even Savannah colonies. Well, it so, was like in the 1300s, something like that. Yeah, and like the Mississippians had were active in that area of Macon from like 950 to 1300. Like that's wow. like the approximation. That makes so that makes perfect sense. So even before. Um, the colony was formed in Savannah. Most of the Mississippian had already gotten sick and died from these feral pigs brought by the Spanish. Probably. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I should have done a little bit more interesting fact research, but <laughs> I, I would, I would, yeah, I'd bet that, uh, like you said, disease probably spread faster than the conquistadors could. But interesting, interesting facts. What Definitely was the name of the first governor of Georgia, the guy who founded the colony in Savannah? Why can't I remember his name? Oglethorpe. Boom. Oglethorpe. Boom. Boom. Oglethorpe. Oglethorpe. How about that? What a great name. All right. Okay. Are you ready to talk about the experience? Yes. Let's do it. Uh, 
Oh, let's uh, talk about our field trip. We, we did go. We had, All right. First off, we went. We did. We went yeah. on a field trip, which is really fun. Um, uh, it, it, we don't have to say it, but during the time of COVID, doing things outside with your friends is probably the safest choice. Small little yeah. group, just you and me, outside the whole time, never were inside. So it's the safest thing we could do to have some experiences. And if you go to a national a small national historic site during the week, there's nobody there. Yeah, it was completely empty. Uh, I think a few people came after us to do a little afternoon walk, but other than the landscapers and the grounds crew, we didn't see anybody. Yeah, that's also we were there before noon, weren't we? We got there yeah. at 8 or 9 or 10, I can't remember, but we got there early. Yeah, about 11 o'clock, I think, maybe 10, 30 or 11. <laughs> okay. <laughs> old guys talking about the time. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we walked to the mound and had a good leisurely stroll reading the facts and learned that you could scan a little QR code and get a, a guided tour almost, like an audio tour. Absolutely. About, Dustin, yeah. what, what is your... So we could talk all about the, the park itself. That had, there were the several mounds. There were some really yeah. cool buildings on the property, but these mounds are, were spread yeah. out. The main big temple mound being in the center and kind of sprung out around it. These smaller mounds that were used, we thought it seemed as like little kind of military outposts, um, as like yeah, watchtowers, basically. Ditches and stuff, the uh, the big ditches that they made. Yeah, we saw a you ditch know, that was like 3,000 years old. They were like, we don't know what this ditch yeah. is for, but it's 3,000 years old. And we are like, yeah. oh, cool. Like, and then like you also had like fingerprints of Civil War reinforcements yep. too. Yeah, there were earthworks um, from the Civil War because there were huge battles yeah. they were making. And then probably like if we're just talking about the park still, like the layout has a like a really cool walking trail system where probably you could see everything you wanted to see in a three mile walk. It, yeah. it seemed like we walked maybe three miles, uh, maybe a little more, but like an awesome uh, trail and maintained really well. And it was gorgeous. It yeah, was so really pretty. Highly recommend this place if you're ever in the area, or even if you're in Atlanta or Athens and you want to take like an hour to drive down there. It's great. Um, Dustin, like what's your relationship with though? I'm curious to field trips. You seem like a guy who loves, or especially as a child loved field trips. Field trips were my favorite growing up because it, it changed everything throughout the day. Like it totally threw off the schedule of the norm Mm -hmm. because like we're leaving the classroom and like you got to pack your lunch yeah you gotta like you gotta bring sunscreen everything it's like yeah you know it was like field trips were like my first foray into like what we you know i like backpacking like reasons why i like backpacking it's just like you're you're moving around and you're gonna spend outside as long as you can you know absolutely Um, dude and yeah uh but field trips as a kid it was just like we're gonna get on the bus uh, like four times today. This is awesome. <laughs> love, love the bus. Uh, yeah, man. The field trip. I don't know. I, I imagine there's some people listening who, for whom a field trip uh, gave them some sense of anxiety. Uh, maybe for like financial or social reasons, or just like fear of change. But for you and me, we're field trippers. 
Mm-hmm. I want to go. I want to get on like the nice bus and watch Sandlot for the hundredth time, and <laughs> oh, like yeah. okay. get my you ass to a Tennessee know. aquarium or something. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You want an overnight field trip? Yeah, yeah. I wanna. Yeah. I wanna be on the small uh, church bus, uh, kissing my new little girlfriend. Like, there was nothing better growing up than getting in the car Retreats. with a bunch of kids and just going someplace. Yeah, yeah. And I Especially think, when once you got your driver's license. Absolutely, then, but then kind of that's like, where are we going that, this weekend. That, so in some ways, that was sort of the end of it, right? That getting your driver's license now, you're going on your own little trip with a few friends, rather than you're with your entire class. Justin, did you go on the eighth grade trip? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that was the ultimate field trip. Uh, and for those, I mean, I can't imagine most people had this same experience. But when we were in eighth grade, and I don't have we discussed this on the show before? Maybe not. But let's let's talk about it. Our entire eighth grade class, which we went to a large school, so it was probably six, seven hundred kids. I want to guess. Loaded easily on that on that trip, probably six hundred kids minimum. Loaded onto you know those nice travel buses with the bathroom in the back, and we went uh, one to Savannah, and they just like let us walk around on River Street. I remember that distinctly. Mm-hmm. And like we were, how old are you in eighth grade? You're twelve. 14, oh, 13. Man. Okay. 12, 14, 15. Something like that. And so we're walking around on River Street, which, you know, and kids are buying, I don't know, Laffy Taffy. <laughs> yeah, ice cream cones. Yeah, trying to see who could buy them a, a beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And they, they I, I remember we went to some fort. and I d- We went to a cool fort on the, like, the coast. So there's Fort Pulaski out there, but I also remember some wooden fort. Uh, so Pulaski's that brick fort out was there. Like, that near, was near uh, that was one of the um, the wasn't it a POW? Okay, so then fort. that was Andersonville. We went to Andersonville, Georgia. Yeah, which maybe we yeah. should do again for this show because Andersonville was the Confederate uh, prison POW yeah. camp for Yankee soldiers, and it was just a hellish. That was like uh, the first time in my life coming across like the horrors of war. Was it for you? Definitely. Definitely. Where you're like, whoa, they had how many people here? And yeah. How many died like, and what were the yeah. conditions? Yeah. And they showed like the boundaries. Like if you cross this line, they would shoot you. You know, like they, they would. Uh, here's the trench where everyone would go to the bathroom. Here's like where they would sleep. Not that far from it. You know, here's um, the stockade where they would put like make example of, you know, People, people causing ruckus or whatever. Right. But, uh, yeah, th- that was pretty gnarly. And then we went to the Okefenokee Swamp and mm-hmm. went around and looked at alligators. And I guess this was, was yeah, three was days? Like, yeah, it was like three days of just, like, pit stops and, like, cool things to do along the way. Um, and just, like, the bus was magic. That was, like, <laughs> when you got to try and try your moves on the girl you had a crush on. Or and, any girl, any girl who was around, you were just like, yeah, for sure. It was a, it was a proving ground. But I choked, man. I had oh, my no. moment. What happened? Oh, I just, it was dark and watching a movie, and I could have gone in for a cuddle, and I just sat there. I was too nervous, too, too inside my own head. Was, you Do gotta you, remember back will then. Will you share a first grade, name? I Don't share like, a last name, but share a first name. Oh. Uh, 
I, I can say the last name. Oh, okay, because they've That's changed easier, their last right? name. Huh? Well, then you'll know for sure. Oh, okay. Uh, her name was Trigon. Last name was Trigonopolis. Oh yeah. I okay. Had a huge there you crush go. on her. And uh, but every girl was like a foot taller than me, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, you were so you were short back then. Yeah, dude. I was the same size. I had, a, I I had a five foot. I had a five foot sense of humor, but I was four feet tall. <laughs> oh man! Well, you proved them all wrong. She missed her chance. Oh man! Casey with the broken back. She stepped into the Casey void. with the broken back. Yep. Oh, oh goodness! Wife is coming in on on the cue. Record. Hey, Casey. We just we just mentioned your name. My wife needs a piece of paper, everyone. But that's a good segue. Yeah, you ready to review it? Hang on. (laughs) We're not going to cut any of that. No, this is going in. This is going in. Gave my wife paper. Not the cool kind, just a white piece of paper. Classic white. Yep. She missed her chance. I missed my chance. To get one good, to add one more cuddle to the list. <laughs> hey man, your, your cuddle numbers are high. You did cuddle good. numbers. <laughs> cuddle number. Yeah, now it's more Free about love, quality. Baby. Quality cuddle numbers, not yeah. about quantity. Oh my god! <laughs> free free cuddles, man. <laughs> free cuddles. <laughs> Let's man, review it. Summer love. All right. Every week on our show, we create a custom review scale to review our custom challenge. No two challenges are alike, and honestly, no two scales could ever be the same. We can't compare these things. No! The responsibility for creating this scale... No! ...falls to the man who's always prepared. No! He's basically uh, a Boy Scout going on a field trip. No! Dustin? I don't want to. What's our scale? Uh, Okay, um... Our scale for this week, uh, uh, talked about pigs, talked about Indians, talked about bubbling water, so many years. Uh, uh, Okay, Uh, those mounds, those giant mounds Mm -hmm. were made by hand and they would fill up bags of dirt and transport them and then dump them, right? Right. Hundreds of workers over thousands of hours, I'm sure. Where do you think they got the dirt from? The ground. Yeah, but... but I'm sure it was... I bet they went to find, like, a good Georgia red clay source near the river or something. Like okay. A, like a, like a, a really sloppy, thick Georgia red clay. But uh, let's say it was a million bags of red clay on a scale from zero to a million bags of red clay... How do you rate the field trip challenge? How about you go first? I would rate... Oh, you know what? Let's let's throw those bags classic, in the trash. Classic, classic getting rid classic, of the scale dust. Classic. 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 We're going to get rid of that. Why don't we... Why don't we... Like, you know, we... Don't forget about the bus. Right. The field trip is nothing without the transportation to get there. And there are four wheels on a bus... Wheels on the bus, what do they do, Ryan? They go swish, swish, swish. Oh, all right. You're a funny guy. They go round and round. You're trying to... There you go. 
on a scale from zero to four rolling wheels, how do you rate this scale? I'm giving it four rolling wheels, Dustin. I'm giving it four rolling wheels as well. I love field trips. This was a really fun uh, challenge. It was uh, easy to get out of the house. You know, took me about an hour and a half to get there. We spent probably three hours walking around. Had a little bit of lunch. Uh, it, it was perfect, perfect little activity for a day. Yeah, it is great. Go and it, well, we it was also a beautiful day. That helped. Yeah, it was it was gorgeous outside. Weather was nice and sunny. wasn't too cold. wasn't too hot. Uh, what else? Like just I like getting history. outside. Well, I just History's like super cool. old yeah. stuff. Like you know, I took a trip to Europe all by myself, and all I did was like go to like ancient sites and museums. Like I was not hanging oh, out. Oh, poor you! Trying to get oh, late. poor you! No, no, no. I don't. Oh. I don't think I was trying to set that up as a poor me. I'm saying that's what I'm into. Okay, that's, right. that's yeah. what that's what I like. Uh, so getting to go to someplace really old, you could you could feel the oldness in the place. Definitely, um, and just like the layers of history there, which I just adored. Um, and hanging out with my buddy on a sunny day, walking through beautiful fields. I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. What more do you want? Yeah, four rolling L- wheels. Four rolling wheels. A little human connection during these COVID quarantine times. We're still, you know, we're still technically in like a soft quarantine, soft imposed quarantine. I don't know. I haven't been to a bar since March, really. Well, I've been to a coffee shop. Does that count as a bar? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. So, I've been to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, we, we kept it quiet here for Thanksgiving. It was just me and Courtney and the dog. And yeah. we, we, I cooked the whole meal. Nice. I I fucked up the stuffing. Oh my gosh. Instead of just that getting the like, stove That sounds like a, a new challenge. Oh god, I just oh, I, it was hor I put too much butter in it. It it was horrible. Oh, I it was embarrassing, but I did a good job on it. the turkey and the mashed potatoes. We added some macaroni and cheese. We did some, some beautiful carrots and some pies. Um but the Ugh, the stuffing was horrible. Unedible. Was it dry? Was it no, dry? it was a wet, fatty. It was so bad. I'm embarrassed. Oh. I got the wrong kind. I'm sorry we recorded that. <laughs> now everyone's going to uh, be embarrassed for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, all that to say, you know, just the two of us. Um, just because we wanted to be responsible this holiday season. If you were with your families, I'm not. I'm not hating on you. I'm just for once. He's not hating on you. I'm just trying to get through, you know, the next. What is it going to be? What is it going to be? Five months, and then we're. I don't know. Did you get your flu shot? You get your flu shot? No, I didn't get a flu shot. You should probably do that. Courtney got one, Um, but why do I need a flu shot? I don't see people. Still, I'm not saying people shouldn't get a flu shot, but like, why get a flu shot when you don't interact with other human beings? You still do. You still do. Yeah, I still do. In small numbers. You might want to get one. I think you can get them for free in some places, so look you, into that. Did you get a flu shot? Got one. Okay. Got it. But no, but how much longer do we have till this coronavirus is over, dude? It Will it ever be over? What if it mutates as soon as we get a new vi- vaccine? Uh, dude, I mean, this is what I... I mean, of course that's going to happen. But what I've been thinking about is... 
how immeasurably changed we are through this experience, how different you and I, like it's not apparent to us right now, or it, it doesn't feel very apparent to me. I don't see a huge change in you. You probably don't see a huge change in me, but I can't help but think that when this is over, like everybody's a different person. Well, I think it's in all, for me, I already noticed an increased distrust of strangers because now I don't trust your biosphere. I don't trust your, like, I don't trust the, how responsible the, you're the being. The vapors or, you're putting off. Like, if I yeah. see you wearing a mask, but it's around your chin, like, I'm assuming you're an asshole. <laughs> Super spreader. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, like, maybe, like, you just ate something and you're chewing or something. Been like, you, you know, you're... You're just wearing maybe like maybe wearing a mask for you is the hardest fucking thing ever. If it is, I'm really sorry, but it's not that big of a deal. And I can't stand people wearing a mask underneath their chin. Like, why even bother if you're going to just rock it under your chin I while call you walk through the grocery store? Like, what are you doing? You know, like, come on, y'all. Come on. Yeah. You only wear a mask or a hairnet on your chin if you got a big beard and you're working at a deli. Come on. Right? You're you absolutely beard, right, Dustin. You got to have a mask on around your beard. And I think your frustration is is shared by a lot of people. But because we talked about this, Ryan. Ready for a rant. Here we go. We talked about this. Japan has not fundamentally altered their way of life in the slightest. All they have done was wear masks. And they have had... Probably less than 2,000 deaths. Wow. And they are a way more densely packed, like, nation in every city than us. Still taking subways. I think bars and karaoke bars, like, voluntarily closed down. Or, like, they've, like, significantly reduced their stuff. But like They're those, able to do contact tracing, they, I think, and, and yeah. manage that. Yeah. But it's the it's the overall adoption of masks that will give us more freedom right if we do this small thing where we all wear masks for just a short sprint a month two months that would be gone you know two months no problem all wear masks will be great i bet we'll be great just got just everybody's got to just put on the freaking mask i appreciate your rant but do you Just hear what hit, I'm saying? Like in the Ulkmogi, in the Ulkmogi of our persons and of our, our souls, Dustin. In the Ulkmogi yep. National Historic Sites of our souls, there is a layer of the year of COVID now in all of us. Definitely. Like, yeah, yeah. There's and a, like a you know, there. we all share uh we all share like nine eleven, right? That's a thing we all kind of can come together, but that was like a day and like it, the days around it. Right. And we all, um, in Georgia, we remember snowpocalypse a few years ago where like, especially in Atlanta, that's like a, a thing that all Atlantans remember where they were when all the roads shut down. I think yeah. might've been 2014. Yeah. We all like, it's, it's universal. And, um, the, the level of experience that coronavirus has been for the entire planet is just so foundational. I'm just thinking about how changed, not even how changed society is going to be, but how changed every individual member of our society is, is going to be, or mm -hmm. has already become. 
It's just so, I don't know, man. It's, it's a very heavy thing. It's, it's like a war, but it's, it's not a war. You know, I'm not, it's not on that level, but it, the, the change to the, the way we live our lives and the people we've become, because dude, we've been shut in our houses for the most part. I know some people have social lives and some people go to work. But for the most part, every everybody's mostly still at home. If you're one of those people, you are not in the majority. Most people are still in their houses. And, like, how is everybody coping with this still? It's crazy. Yeah, I think it, and it depends where you're living, too, you know? like. Yeah, I guess if you're in South Dakota, everybody's running around getting COVID. Yeah, but if you're in Texas, like, people are still getting COVID, and I don't think anything's shut down. Yeah. I think it's just... It's just like your choice, you know. Yeah, but, but if you're in like New York or Los Angeles, choice. it's all shut down. But in Georgia, yeah. we're sort of a middle ground here. But it's like, you know, you don't have to shut it down if everybody's wearing <laughs> you're masks. You're right. Everybody like, wear your goddamn masks. You can just wear masks. And like Japan didn't shut shit down. They just, everybody wore masks. All right, you ready for next week's challenge? Uh, fine. Yeah. Wear your masks. Dustin, it's time we pick next week's challenge. I think it's time we pick next week's challenge too. Are you it, ready? Yeah, that was a that was a very it's, heavy conversation we just had. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let's let's pick something really light and holiday and fun. Okay. All right. It's your well, turn. You know, I don't know about you, but over the holidays, generally, you know. There's a lot of downtime. Spend mm-hmm. some time with the family. And, um, maybe you, you get a new book for Christmas. Or I know that there are people that like to read. Oh, Christmas or, Carol. Especially during the holidays. The Polar Express. Um, yeah, reading those classic Christmas stories. Christmas. Maybe there are some classic Christmas movies you like to watch. Um, but I we're going to do something a little Christmassy. But nice. we're going to... Read a book. Nice. We're gonna Great. we're gonna try to actually read though, like read with our eyes left to right. Justin, we don't like reading books. We don't like them reading books. Um, yeah, we're we're more creatures of audio and video. I think by choice. Yeah, I've read a lot of books, but I've kind of stopped. And I probably haven't read a book for a year. Wow. Yeah, that's bad. Cool. Have you read a book this year? No, not really. No, oh, there I've you go. started a few books. Oh, I'm like that's halfway there. I feel like I pick up books and I'll read a few chapters for a while, then I'll grab another book and read a few chapters. Aren't you and reading go back Dune? To the other book, uh, listening to Dune. Listening. Okay. Yeah, finished. Finished. Uh, going back, listening to the sequels. But okay. Um, let's read. Let's actually read a book. I think. We've we've kind of moved. We're it's kind of a little crazy with uh, holidays and stuff, but we might be shifting to a biweekly release. The way life is going, uh, well, we'll see. We'll do our best to we'll, put a show we'll out see. every week, but we'll definitely put yeah. one out every two weeks. Yeah, that's kind of so, where we are. Yeah, and I I don't know how long it's going to take me to read this book, but I guess that's part of the challenge. Maybe we try to read the book in a week. I think I think um, any book can be done in a week if you try. It's like a hundred pages a day, or How many? Okay. more. 
Yeah, it's, it's like, like in five... the, the book's like a little, like around 600 pages. Okay. What's so, the book? Oh, yeah. Well, we're just going to read a book. Uh, no, this is called <laughs> The Battered Bastards of Bastone by George Komish- Koskimaki. Koskimaki. Sorry, George, I butchered your last name, but it's a, uh, it's a Christmas tale. It's about uh, the 101st Airborne fighting in the Battle of the Bulge over Christmas time. So the book, I've got, it, I've got it here, and we should let all listeners know, we will post this to our Instagram along with a video of our uh, field trip, but uh, this book is The Battered Bastards of Bastogne. I've got it here on like Apple Books, because I don't have a Kindle or anything, but I've got it on Apple Books for $12. Yeah, nice. In some sort of digital print. Uh, I don't know if we can find a physical copy in the time. Or if all the listeners can, but we'll do a we'll do a holiday book club. Book club. We'll learn about yeah. the hundred and first. These poor men suffering in the cold. Uh, in, yeah. Uh, in when France, you think they about fighting the Germans. Yeah, when you think about your difficult Christmas, let's think about other people's experiences with difficult Christmases, and uh, learn some history at the same time. All right. Sweet. Screaming eagles. Screaming eagles. Rawr. Is it rawr? M-I-L-T-O-N. Eagles, eagles, go fight, win. Yeah, dude. Scree. That's what we'd all yell at the pep rallies. All right, folks. You can find this and so much more on our Instagram at... Dude Pod. You can look at our old tweets, including Dustin's 200 tweets in one day. <laughs> Yeah. At our Twitter. Dude or else pod one, I think. And the most important thing that you guys have really, I mean, if I can talk to you seriously, you don't have that much on your plate. You should really be contributing more to the show. You lazy bag of bones. Give us a voicemail at 724-DO-IT-POD. Again, 724-DO-IT-POD. Pause the podcast right now. You're listening to it on your phone. Type the number. Save the number so that whenever you want to call, you can call. You don't have to call right now. I understand you're yeah. like doing something. You're, you're listening to podcasts right now. But just do us a fucking favor, you fucking dorks. Dude, 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 dude. Okay, you sweet babies. Leave us a voicemail, 724-DO-IT-POD. That would be nice. Yeah, we'd enjoy it. And read It'd the book nice. with us. I mean, I bet you two of these, book I bet two of these dorks read the book with us. Dude. Yeah, you and me, the only two dorks. (laughs) The only two dorks. Sorry I keep calling you guys names, but I think you like it. Otherwise, why you're still listening. (laughs) Why are you still listening? I think they like it. You You guys know I'm kidding. I still like it. You guys think I'm kidding. And as always, the winner of the slogan contest will be announced next week. (laughs) Do you think I need to be nicer? (laughs) 